Hey there, welcome to Inner Truth Healing. I'm your host, Sarah Jacari. I'm a naturopathic doctor, acupuncturist, and intuitive, and I've created a whole body health approach to transformational healing and what I call consciousness health. I base it all on the premise that our experience is what dictates how we feel in our life. And our experience is created through the way that we think and the way that we feel. So if you break that down even further, the way that we think relates to our mental health and the way that we feel relates to our energetic health, our emotional health, and our physical health. If you want to learn more about this perspective, check out the link in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by Mindful Kawa. It's an on-demand virtual retreat center that has over 65 wellness experts that guide, inspire, and support you in each of the virtual retreats. It's a low-cost, affordable way to get access to brilliant teachers. And what I love most about it is that it brings the teachers to you so that you're able to find who resonates. And the thing is, like, we each resonate with different people. And if you can find the people that you resonate with most at this point in your healing journey, then you're going to, you know, unlock things, right? Like, that's why we have teachers is that they can help us unlock parts of our own consciousness. So if you are interested, check out the link in the show notes for a code for $10 off of an annual subscription. Hey friends, I hope that you're having a great week. I just wanted to share a little bit about connection. So in 2023, that was my word for the year was connection because it's something that I value, but I also had not been, you know, like really good at it. Like I I connect easily with others and I genuinely love meeting new people, hearing people's stories, and I enjoy people. Like I'm one of those people that enjoys other people. Of course, there's people in my life and people that I come in contact with that I'm like, oh man, like I do not want to spend time with you. And it's because you're in a super dense energy and you just have nothing good to, you know, say and you're just very judgmental and shaming. And, you know, of course, those those people are going to be in our lives, but we still can see the good in them and love and accept them. That's what I think unconditional love is, is accepting people even with their woundedness, right? It's accepting all of them. But something that really came to me that I wanted to share is the way in which we can actually push away connection. And this became very, very evident to me when Ryan and I went on our trip to Guatemala. And it happened because we we were in all of these different like excursions and like their groups that we went out and did these excursions with. And it was really, really interesting to see You know, the different people that kind of like group together and the people that you become friends with, um, the people that you connect with. And it was interesting to see that there were some people in those groups that were like actively resisting connection. And, you know, there could be so many different reasons behind that. Uh, But I just want to share a couple, like two examples that really stood out to me from this trip so the first one was we were on this snorkeling excursion and the group was very quiet like ryan and i kind of kept to ourselves and like we started chatting up the the two like one of the tour guides and like the people we were just quiet it was a quiet group 
but there was this girl on the boat where I was like, oh, like, I want, you know, I wonder if I could, like, befriend her, and, like, she seems like she's got a cool vibe, and so we're, like, we jump in, you know, we're, like, snorkeling around, and I had already, (laughs) during this excursion, had this episode where um, I was, like, trying to fix my, my mask, and it was, like, broken, and I was struggling, and I was, like, kicking, and I, I, like, was having a hard time and Ryan came over and it was able to help me and I was like oh my gosh thank you for coming over here because I like I'm like out of breath because I'm like exhausted um and I saw this girl she like this something similar was happening to her and so I like swim over there to her and I'm like hey like can I help you and she was like no I got it I'm just fixing my mask I got it and it was like oh okay all righty so then I you know I swim away Um, but that moment just like really stood out to me because it was like, that was a moment where we could have connected, right? Like that could have been a connection moment that we then, you know, could have, you know, started chatting a little bit more on the boat. And then, um, like we ended up seeing them out and about in the town later. Like we could have like grabbed a drink and just like got to know each other. Like, you know, like just connected. Right. And I think that for one, maybe she just like did not like me and like did not want to talk to me. You know, that could be one thing. But I think what's probably more true is that, you know, I think in our society, we have this this belief that we have to do all these things on our own and like we shouldn't accept help from other people. I know that I was grown, I was raised in a family that it was very much like every man for themselves. And, um, you know, for a long time, it was like, I have to do everything on my own. And I've had to learn to accept help and to, you know, open myself to other people. And I think that that is why this girl was like, it was like an immediate reaction of like, no, I got it. And it was just so interesting to me because um, I think that it could, it like, had she been you know, had the belief of like, I can accept help. I can, you know, meet new people and they can be helpful and they can be kind. Like if she were to have had that perspective, like who knows, you know, what then could have happened, right? And the other story that I have to share is something very similar where uh, we we hiked Volcan Akatenango in Guatemala. So literally hiked up a volcano, an inactive one, but it was right next to an active one and it was literally one of the coolest experiences of my entire life. Um, But on this excursion, there was uh, this girl that was like coming down this really steep part and she didn't have any like hiking poles or anything with her. So I like put my hand up and I was like, hey, like, like here, here, I can help you. And again, she's like, no, I got it. And it was like a very quick reaction, right? A completely different person. uh, But that same like quick reaction. And I don't know like there's just something in that that was just like man like if only we could you know open ourselves up to accepting help from other people more easily like who knows what could have happened then you know and Ryan went off on this excursion he went off like with a different group because they wanted to like go over to the active volcano and I I was like I'm good here like I don't need to go on another four hour hike like I just hiked four and a half hours like I'm good (laughs) and um 
So he went off and it's like I stayed back and that girl also stayed back. And it just, it was almost like when she did that, it was almost like, like back off. Like I don't want anything to do with you. And I mean, I still like sat around her, like near her and like kind of joined in in a little bit of conversation. But I just feel like that entire experience could have been different and gone differently if things would have, if she would have accepted help, right? If she would have like wanted to have connection, was like open to connecting. And I think that's the other thing is that like on the same excursion, there were like, there were like two main groups of people that came and then there were a bunch of like two, like two groups of two. And it's like all of our us groups of two, we all kind of came together and started like chit-chatting and became friends. But like those two groups of people, they basically stayed like within their own group and didn't even really want to chat, you know, with the other people there. And so it's really just interesting how the way in which we go about like connection with other people and communicating with other people and how much that directly influences the experiences then that we have in our life. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like it makes me pretty sad to just think about you know, if that is people's natural reaction to things, it's like, no, I got it. It's like, what are all of the stories behind that? You know, it, they, ha- they have to be rooted in the theme of I have to do things on my own and I can't accept help. Like that has to be part of the story. And so that, you know, is isolating. And it's also puts a lot of pressure on ourselves to be this person who can do it all, you know? And I think that's another thing that I'm really, really realizing right now, like currently in my healing journey, is just how powerful connecting with other people truly is and how it's like we all kind of give each other these little pieces of light, pieces of light where we say something in just the right way and in just the right tone and all the things so that it can unlock aspects of consciousness in other people. Like that is quite literally a real thing that happens. And I think it's a lot of the work that I do with people is that I'm just able to explain things in a way that helps them shift their perspective. And in that perspective shift, energy shifts and everything shifts in the way that you then start to relate to yourself and to the world around you, all of that shifts. But it's shifted because of connection with someone else. I actually posted a video on TikTok about this and I got some really interesting comments and um, there were these comments that were like, yes, like I totally, I hear you, I'm with you. And then there were these other comments that were like, no, I'm not going to be around these energy sucking people and I'm not, I'm definitely not going to let them, um, you know, like be in my world and like try to influence me. And it just, it's like, even in the comments, like you can tell where people are at consciously based on the way in which they're describing their experience. So these people who are like, no, I'm not going to let these energy vampires take me down or give me advice or whatever. It's like, okay, first of all, you're not around the people that you probably need to be around in order to 
receive that light, right? Like if you're if you're interpreting everyone as being an energy leech to you, you need to get around new people, around fresh energy. But then the flip side of that is like, okay, are you actually you know, the way in which you're perceiving other people is this like energy thing when like they're just trying to communicate with you and talk to you. Um, you know, I, I recently had this this conversation with someone where I could tell that they were very deep in their belief that, hey, what I'm thinking about this is true and correct and right and I can feel this way and I can think this way and I'm going to hold so tightly to it and then I offer just like a not not in like a derogatory way or like a you must change way but in a oh like maybe this experience could be available to you in the future and it was like no and it's like the the stake is like dug even further into the ground of like this is what I'm experiencing and so there can be this perception of other people's actions that's not totally congruent with what their intention is but it's based on the perspective that you have of what they're doing and the meaning that you are placing onto what they're doing and I think that instances like that can be really really challenging to deal with because when when the ego is like holding on so tightly to I'm correct I'm the person who knows you know, and it's it's this energy of like squeezing the hell out of something, right? Like just like I'm holding on. And it's like it, whenever anyone's in that energy, there's something off. There's something imbalanced because true groundedness is able to be like, well, share with me what your perspective is. Like I, I want to be open to receiving alternative perspectives and hearing different views you know, and then I'm able to filter it through what I know to be true and what I want. And then I can make a decision moving forward. And I think it's in that energy that you're able to take those pieces of light that people are offering you and you're able to let it transform and do something with your own consciousness. But when you're so strong and firm in who you are and you have to like fight for who you are and you have that like, like tight gripping energy behind it and this like fighting for yourself like that energy is not a true groundedness and it's not a true um I don't want to say like it, it is who you are but it means like you're not actually truly anchored into who you are because you're you're still your woundedness is online because you're needing to fight so badly and so strongly for who you are so it's that that fighting aspect there's something imbalanced within there there's something wounded within that fight right and I think that that's something that um is really it can be really hard to discern and it's it comes down to the person being able to realize oh man like I'm really fighting for this right now rather than whoa like something's going on here that like doesn't quite feel right and I don't quite understand or know like what to do here but I'm gonna take it in and like run it through my system and I need to reground right like there's a difference and I think knowing yourself and knowing what those natural tendencies are and like knowing knowing where you stand 
kind of in any given moment really is important. It's really important because how are you supposed to know and be able to discern those, you know, you could call them like light codes that, you know, other people are, are sharing with you. It's like, how are you going to know that that's, you know, a healthy, good thing for you if you don't first know yourself and know what, what all those internal feelings are, right? And I see it as there's sacred emotions and then there's wounded emotions. And so when you're stuck in that fighting of like, no, I know, and no one's going to tell me, like you're stuck in a wounded state because I think it's more about if someone were to say something to you that fundamentally goes against who you are and you are anchored into yourself, you're able to notice, okay, this is a sacred frustration that I'm feeling with this person because they are putting their own perception onto me and there's this like alternative motive that I can feel. And so now I get to choose whether I accept this into my reality or if I need to be like, hey, like, I appreciate what you're trying to do for me here, but I think that we're kind of in a different um, awareness here. You know, like I, I think that what you're speaking to is a little bit different than what I'm going through, but I appreciate, you know, you wanting to help, right? Because that's the thing too. It's like people who are saying things, like it, they might be trying to help from a selfish place because helping people makes them feel better. That's a very real possibility. But it also could be that they think that truly what the impressions that they're getting is going to be helpful for you. And that's their intention. And they're just trying to help. So like why, you know, you you can like accept that and you can just take whatever it is that they're giving you. Like you can you can bring it in and then choose to like not accept all of it, right? I feel like I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent And I hope that I'm making sense here, but I don't know. I felt really called to share all of that right now because, um, you know, I think that we're all in this space right now where things are changing. Like people, people in our lives are actively changing right now. And it's because of this energy that we're in and we're all being asked to up level in a way and dynamics are changing. Things are changing actively right now. And if you're in these weird situations in your life, if there's relationships in your life that you feel, man, there's some like sticky energy going on there. And what I would term sticky energy is about um, I'm feeling unsettled and I don't really know why. I can't put my finger on what exactly is happening and what exactly I'm feeling. All that I know is that it's kind of, it's given me an ick feeling and I don't, know why like what I don't know my role I don't know their role it's just sticky energy and maybe you do know their role but you haven't quite figured out what your role in the dynamic is either because that's the thing in each relationship there's always this dynamic going on it's never an isolated person that's the only one at fault and you know you could be listening to this right now and be like oh no like my abuser was the only one at fault and at that I would say yeah, the like, you know, if you were in a toxic relationship and you had someone who was the main abuser, yes, but what sacred emotions had you been feeling the entire time that A, you were ignoring, or B, you were not setting proper boundaries around? Because that too is part of it. 
Um, and I'm speaking from my own experience. Like I was in a very abusive relationship and there was a role that I was playing and it was because I was not listening to my own system telling me this is wrong for you and you need to set these boundaries and I had no idea how to do that. I had no idea how to listen to my emotions. I had no idea how to set proper boundaries. I had no idea how to uphold things that I w- would, like boundaries I would say. I had no idea how to then walk away and uphold that boundary, you know, after a certain point, right? And so that's how these toxic relationships go is because there's two people in the dynamic and you're not able to then walk away if it's the other person that's doing all these things, right? So all of it is a dynamic in life and realizing that you get control over your part of the dynamic and you get to be the one to make different decisions about how things will go, like you actually do have that power within you. And I think that the more anchoring in work that you do, And that's like anchoring into your inner truth. Like the more work that you do to get very clear on what that is and anchor into that like highest part of you that is connected, like is one with the divine energy that is all, right? Like the, the more work that you do to anchor into that, the more clearly that you can see these dynamics in your life and you can see the role that you're playing and then you can see the actions that you need to take in order to change, either change this dynamic or get out of this dynamic if it's a dynamic that has no longer, no longer serves you. Something else that's coming up for me to share is this idea of influence bubbles. And, I, and maybe I'll have to have a whole separate episode on this but I think it's so 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 important for you for all of us to realize that each one of us is living in our own reality you know there is a common experience that happens within people and like within a a situation right an event that happens there might be that same environment but like the individual experiences of that environment, of that event, is different for each of us based on so many different factors, which I call influence bubbles. And it has very much to do with like how you were raised in the set of rules that you know your family of origin has about the world that were imprinted on you from a very young age about how the world works and your role in the world and how who you're meant to be in the world and how you know society should be run and all these things like all of that is imprinted so early and we think it's just who we are but really what we need to understand is that we are capable of taking on any new influence bubble that we feel resonates the most with us. So for instance, I grew up in a very right-wing political party household where it's like this is how the world works. All of those values, right? And I do have a lot of those values, but I have always been more of a moderate to more left all-inclusive, all-loving energy. Like I've always been that. 
and we've like gotten into feuds, you know, about it. But I think that knowing that there's this influence that I was a part of that didn't quite feel right for me. And then I got out when, and when I was in college and I started learning about different cultures and became friends with all these different kinds of people and all these other influence bubbles. It's like, that's when I saw that I wanted to be something different. And so I was able to change my influence bubbles a little bit. And now I realize that at any given time, like these influence bubbles can, they can change. You can shift, you can change your mind, you can rewrite rules about how the world works. And you get to choose, you get to choose, you get to choose what influence bubbles you want to be a part of. You get to choose what rules make sense for you and that actually set you up to have the life experience that you want to have. Like you get to change that. And I think it's through connection with other people that really helps you gain access to new influence bubbles. And that's, oh my gosh, we're coming full circle here. And that's the light. Those are like the light codes that you can get from other people is like people from other influence bubbles who have a different perspective than you that have something that you could use to help yourself have a better feeling experience in your life. You could use those other influence bubbles to help you. But I think it's when we get so stuck in the influence bubbles that we're in and we think like that is the only way to think about something. Like when you become really rigid in those views and you're unable to accept in new ideas, um, not even like accept and hold on to. I'm talking just like hear out and be open to. That's what I mean by acceptance. So it's like when you are just around people who have like a different influence than you, you're able to shift your perspective. And this entire this entire game of life, if you will, I personally believe is all about asking ourselves, what do I want to experience in my life? What do I want to experience? And how can I give myself that experience right now with what I have available to me? And how can I take action towards having an experience that I know could be available to me if I just take a little bit of action now today and align myself with that experience. Like all of that is possible for you. And connection is a huge way that you can get there. And sometimes we need to connect with people that we it's just like a connection that's totally out of left field. You know, you meet them at the gas station, you meet them at the grocery store, you strike up a conversation at a coffee shop, like those random connections, seemingly (laughs) random connections that you make can offer you such a bright light. And if you are stuck in the energy of, I don't need anyone else's perspective. I don't want anyone else's help. I want to do everything on my own. Like when you get stuck in that energy, you are actively blocking that fresh consciousness light from coming into your system and you can be blocking yourself from having an experience that you're actually calling in, but you have one way of thinking about how it's going to come in and what it's going to look like, but the universe might have a completely different how for that happening, you know? So 
I feel like I went on a couple different <laughs> uh, paths here. So I just, I don't know. I, I followed what I felt called to share and I hope that it was helpful for you. If you know of someone that could benefit from this conversation, I would truly appreciate if you shared with them. Again, it's sharing those light codes, sharing that consciousness, helping each other awaken and that's that's the connection, right? Um, and if you want to dive deeper into this work, I do have virtual offers that you can check out in the show notes if you want to work with me personally one-on-one. Um, 